All right, thank you. All right, today we're starting kindness. Yeah, we got to be kind, all right? We got to be kind to everybody. Let's be nice. I think this is really good for when you, if you watch the news, uh, everybody see the newscast where the one school district, uh, the teacher was out in front of the school welcoming the kids to school and she was wearing a mask and an apparent jumped her from behind and ripped her mask off and pushed her down. <laughs> it's getting serious out there, folks. <laughs> Huh? It, it well, it is. It's it's. it's uh, and then and then the one after the school board meeting where the people with the from the certain church were out there protesting, and the person was driving by that had been the school board, and the person stopped and rolled down the way. We know who you are, and we're coming to get you. While they held their church sign, <laughs> like, oh god. <laughs> so. Uh, you're gonna you're gonna come witness. <laughs> Jesus Jesus loves you while I pummel you. You know, just but anyway. But I mean, kindness. You would think it'd be easy, but it's and and, it, and really, we come back in the passage of scripture. I'm going to read. Well, let me go ahead and read the scripture because and I, I know I've quoted this several times. I'm going to read the entire scripture to you though. Uh, this is Je- this is Jesus talking because it's in red letters. Uh, and this is really tough stuff. This because I, I figure since Jesus is saying it, it means we're supposed to do it. But let's talk about how hard it is to do this. Whoever whoever hits you on the cheek, offer him the other also. And whoever takes away oh that's okay that's not going to stay up. And whoever takes away your coat, do not withhold your shirt from him either. Give to everyone who asks of you, and whoever takes away what is yours, do not demand it back. Treat others the same way you want them to treat you. If you love those who love you, what credit is that to you? For even sinners love those who love them. If you do good to those who do good to you, what credit is that to you? For even sinners do the same. If you lend to those from whom you expect to receive, What credit is that to you? Even sinners lend to sinners in order to receive back the same amount. Now, here's the the heart of the verse for today. But love your enemies and do good and lend, expecting nothing in return, and your reward will be great. And you will be sons of the Most High, for he himself is kind. Now, here's the key point. This is the tough part right here. For he himself is kind to ungrateful and evil men. Now, that, now, if you, when you think in the terms of just, hey, be kind, we can handle that. Let's be kind. But he adds an appendix to that. He adds to ungrateful and evil men. Because a lot of times we use, our, well, I don't want to be kind to them because they're ungrateful or they're mean or whatever like that. But this passage of Scripture tends to say the opposite. Now, how hard is this to live? piece of cake (laughs) (laughs) no that's honesty right there I mean that's particularly if it happens to one of your loved ones yeah I mean it's because remember we we always have to remember in 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 all of this you know we're, we're talking from the spirit aspect of this concept but we're also still flesh 
I mean, I, 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 I consider myself a very compassionate person, but mess with my family, I'm tempted. <laughs> you know, that's, I'm, I'm tempted. Don't mess with my kids. Don't mess with my grandkids. You know, just, you know, war path. And, and I, I, I think God's fair with us that he realizes that, that we're, you know, we're also flesh. And this is, to a point, I don't think we're ever going to really perfectly achieve this until we're in heaven. And it's easy because everybody's up there in heaven. You know, but, I, well, it, even on that, and I, I know that's an extreme example, but even aren't there some people in your life Their fingernails against the blackboard, you know, they just ugh, can't. How do you deal with them? It is tough. Say what? Oh, 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 there's one person you're talking about. So, how do you handle that? Lord, take them away from me. (laughs) (laughs) If you're not, you get fired. Does that help? <laughs> oh, yeah. but you know sometimes god doesn't send us somewhere else or take that person out of our life because he's trying to teach us something too and What are they saying? <laughs> Come on, tell me. <laughs> where, where, where is this place? <laughs> that is bad. <laughs> can I give you some of my cards? I can come be on, on, on campus counselor. <laughs> I agree, but it also hurts. <laughs> you know, it, it does hurt. It used to hurt a lot. And well, and minimizing the hurt is what's important, I think. I'm not applying at your place. What? 
Okay, you know we're talking about illegal stuff now. I mean, we're talking about the law. Yeah. <laughs> they can murder you. This is like. <laughs> if someone sets. I'm sorry. If someone sets me on fire, on purpose, I'm calling the cops. You know. <laughs> I'm saying it's well. It's kind of like Joseph when you brush. Well, boy, we're getting into something good because. Everybody's going to think I'm so anti-church of some of the stuff I say, but this, when we're talking about the reality of this, this really goes against a lot of the, our philosophies and theories that we put forth in church, that God's going to deliver us from all. God has not told us he's going to take us out of this world at this time. You know, in, in the Garden of Gethsemane, when Christ is praying, he says, he's praying for the disciples. He says, Lord, I don't ask you to take them out of the world. I ask you to protect them and help them through the world. That's what the promise is. You know, we, we still have to go through a lot of our crud that we go through. And it's about... But there also is a line of abuse that, that doesn't need to be crossed. Because I can see where someone could take that scripture and then use that to tell a wife well, to stay in an Oh, yeah, don't get me on that. <laughs> just, just, that's the... Well... Yeah, and 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 it's been, a, and unfortunately, there's been a lot of ministers that have taken that turn the other cheek to tell women to stay in a physically abusive right. What that Christ was not literally telling you, come on, come on. What and he went to get to safe place. I do have my sermon that I preached about physical, about abusive relationships that I said David went to find a safe place, and that was... He wasn't expected to have javelins thrown at him all the time. Well, see, I've gotten out. I mean, I, I have gotten out of abusive relationships. Mm-hmm. But the, but the theory behind the turn the other cheek is not, hey, let's just set yourself up to be beat up to a pulp all the time. It was do not, the heart of that passage of scriptures, do not act in a re- retaliatory way, which uh, that makes it tough, <laughs> you know, because someone punches me, I'm going to punch him back, you know, but that's. Self-defense. Yeah, well, what? and we're getting to a very philosophical thing, because I tell my kids the same thing. You know, well, I'm, I'm, you know, if some guy comes out to rape my daughter in a, in a, on a street, I want her to fight back. But that's for personal. That's not retaliatory. That's self-protection. That's self-protection. This heart of this scripture is about retaliation. Do you... You know, well, I let the person rape me. You know, uh, <laughs> I bet you that's never been said on any of these microphones. But anyway, uh, but I mean, like, okay, yeah, there's been a lot of preachers, and not so long ago, who tells a wife, it's your Christian wifely duty to stay in that marriage and be beaten to a pulp. 
which Christ has never said that, <laughs> you know, you know, and that's not even telling her to divorce him. This says you get to a safe place. I think it's just in general. And, and I think you could add that to that, but I also think he's talking just, I, I think he's talking the, the mode of revenge. The, you know, revenge is mine, saith the Lord. The retaliation of revenge. I'm very passive too. That's our flesh. That is our flesh. And And I think that's at the heart of that scripture because you're going to be able to win. We're getting ahead, but that's fine. Of what the purpose of kindness is to lead someone to Christ. It's hard to lead someone to Christ after you've sought them out to beat them up. <laughs> Boom. Okay. Can I? Well, it's like the people stopping the car out leaving that school board meeting said the people with the church signs and the Christian signs saying, we know who you are. We're coming to get you. How do you how they've just lost all their opportunity to witness that person in the future. You've lost all, not just witness, but minister to that person in the future. You're about to say something. Well, I think there is a separation that has to happen between is what I'm doing, uh, what's the right word to use? Retaliatory? Well, retaliatory, but there still has to be some standing up for yourself. Which retaliatory, I separate. I, I separate retaliatory versus self-defense. Self-defense in the moment of just, you know, hey, don't hit me and I've got to restrain you is different than, hey, that person did something. I'm going to go find, I'm going to go back and do it to him. That's that is, that is, that is purpose. That is a, 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 an attack on purpose. And sometimes de-escalation, defending yourself. Because even in the, in, the, in the Old Testament law, in Leviticus, God did put a thing for self-defense. It said like a woman who was attacked by, and this is getting really graphic, but, the, you know, a woman, you know, did, was it rape or not? He said she's got to fight them off and yell and scream and do everything. She's not guilty. So he does put in there, yeah, a guy goes out and attacks her. She's going to do what she can to get away from that. He talks about, hey, if someone enters the house and going to kill the person in self-defense, he murders, he's not guilty of murder. So even God puts that in there of self-defense. Like I said, I think this is talking about a purposeful retaliation of, I don't like you, I don't like what you did. And you, uh, uh, it's another word for purpose or doing purpose or conceiving it on purpose of going out and purposely trying to hurt somebody. That's what that passage of scripture is. Premeditation, you know, of, you know, premeditation of I want to get them back because the Bible does say I vengeance is mine, saith the Lord, you know, give it. I know. Oh gosh. And then I had to do something to them. 
Yeah, that's, that's sibling stuff. <laughs> you guys still loved each other. Did you? Well, I don't know. But, but see, kindness goes at the heart of God. I need my glasses. I'm, I can't see today for some reason. God is kind. He says, and, Jer- and Jeremiah 9, 24 says, I am the Lord who exercises kindness. Uh, Psalm 86, 5, uh, the psalmist says, you are forgiving and good. Uh, Romans 2, 4 talks about God's kindness to sinners. Uh What's really interesting is that the heart of this is not every single person in here. I have no problem being kind to you folks. It's easy. You're my Christian brothers and sisters in the Lord. That's easy. The heart of the scripture that we just read is talking about being kind to people who aren't my Christian brothers and sisters. It, it, in fact, and I've quoted this a lot of times. You've heard me say it, but he said, you don't get any credit for being nice to your family. I mean, Gwen, you get no credit for being nice to your grandchildren. <laughs> it's, it's obvious. It's, it's, it's natural. I mean, it doesn't take a lot of effort to be kind to your grandchildren, does it? It's the most natural, easiest thing in the world to do. Now, being kind to someone who's not your grandchildren, or even the fingernails across the blackboard, that's where you get credit. You know, or the person who's being rude to you. You know, the, the waitress who is just, when we lived in Willow Park, remember that restaurant we went and ate at? It was the old, the old lady who was the hostess. It's like, you know, five to eat. You know, all right. And she grabbed it and started walking. Are you coming? <laughs> you know, <I> just, <laughs> she just flipped her foot and you saw and she walked. And then we were laughing about this. She brought some of people in and they were like, she was walking way ahead of him. She just threw him down. And the people go, I guess this is where we're sitting. <laughs> it was really funny. It's like, like, you know, we still tipped her. You know, it's just, it's, it's, you, you get credit, for, you know, the rude waitress, you, you know, we're still going to leave her a tip to, you know, because we're Christian, you know, particularly if it's on a Sunday afternoon, she know, we just came from church. That's where you get the credit, you know, when, when it's not easy to be kind. And trust me, there's plenty of people that make it hard for you to be kind to them. And that's what Christ is. And here's the thing. Christ was our example in that, you know, people being rude and mean to them. And it's, it's kind of like what Chris was talking about. It's not just for us to show our kindness, but it opens up the doors of ministry. Well, we do sow a seed to where, you know, People, man, I've always been rude to them. And now it doesn't always happen because people say, well, I'll be kind to them and they'll get saved. That doesn't always happen because it's still free will and free choice on their part. It's tough, though. It hurts. I mean, yeah, I mean, well, I'm a, I'm a sensitive kind of a guy. I want everybody to like me. And then when I, I know it's hard. Though. <laughs> I still got the little devil on my shoulder whispering in my ear. I will agree in 100%. It's tough. Sounds like Faith McMillan yak. <laughs> no, it no, it Well, but here's the thing, and that's a great point, because when I say the devil was, you know, I'm talking figuratively, but the angel, the devil does sound like an angel of light. He, we, yeah, but. 
we justify our actions you know, and the devil's oh, oh, go ahead just beat them that, that'll teach them a lesson that's going to show everybody that they're not going to mess with you and he he doesn't sound <laughs> you know like the emperor from star wars you know i mean he make he sounds like he he makes it sound good he is an angel of light he, he appears as an angel of light and sometimes people do confuse that i always say the devil takes the nugget of truth and surrounds it with the lies it's not 100 percent lies usually with the most effective lies have a nugget of truth to them because that's what pulls you in to listen to the rest of it which is a lie i mean just you know you can't come in here and convince me the sky's orange i don't care what you're going to say there's no truth to that now if there's a section of this orange oh the sky's all orange that's different uh the sky but well, here, here, that's the sky, man. Here, here's an interesting story. Listen to this. This is in a book I found. Uh, Robert De, De Vincenzo, the great Argentine golfer. How many of you know him? No, oh, all right. Once won a golf tournament, and after receiving the check and smiling for the cameras, he went to the clubhouse and prepared to leave. He walked alone to his car in the parking lot and was approached by a young woman. She congratulated him on his victory and then told him that her child was seriously ill and near death. She did not know how she could pay the doctor's bill and hospital expenses. Dave Vincenzo was touched by her story. He took out a pen and endorsed his winning check for the woman. Make some good days for the baby, he said, and he pressed the check into her hand. The next week, he was having lunch at a country club when a professional golf association official came to his table. Some of the boys told me you met a young woman in the parking lot uh, last week after you won the tournament. Dave Vincenzo nodded. Well, said the official, I have news for you. She's a phony. She has no sick baby. She is not even... She's not even married. She fleeced you, my friend. So what's your thoughts about that story so far? Anything? What? Trust but verify. <laughs> Trust but ver you know, there's some common sense to that. Trust but verify. Anybody guys any thoughts about that story? What should happen? I don't know if he's a Christian. It's just a story I was reading. Didn't say if he's a Christian, but I I identify with this story because I think I've said this before. One church I was associate pastor at. I, right. True. Correct. Very good. But it still gets me. It gets me right here in the gut because I was in charge of benevolence ministry when I was associate. Every church I went to as associate, I was in charge of benevolence, handing out the money. To, I, but you hate it because I, I started to actually get bitter about it because, you know, so many people did this. You know, they lied. They didn't need the money. They're just that's their job is going around down the phone book to all the back when we had phone books. Uh and just calling all the churches the same sad story. And then, you know, we, I thought we vetted them pretty well, but it ended up, you know, you could hear later, oh my goodness, it's the same, it, it's, a, it, you know, and I get, started getting me bitter because I mean, I was in charge of this money and I know, I, I, and I, the devil whispers in my ear, Clayton, that's money that could have gone to someone who really needed it. What's going on? Didn't Judas say that sometimes? What? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, and the devil, the devil, 
he sounds like an angel because it makes sense Clayton that's a person who didn't need the money and that money could have gone to someone who really needed it that, that real me and I'm like, you're right but I, I took that negative truth surrounded by a lie and I started getting bitter about it and everyone that came in whether they were legit or not I was like yeah right and there was a bad attitude I developed but listen to how D David Chinso responded when he found this out so the guy said she was a she fleeced you my friend he said so da Vinci da said you mean there is no baby who is dying that's right answered the official and then Davincho replied that's the best news I've heard all week Whew. that's tough <laughs> you know that's really tough when you think you know but that's attitude I mean well well we don't know that I mean I never heard of Davincho but I mean it's still the well, our church, we had, we weren't rich, but we had plenty of money. I mean, and, you know, it might have been 50 bucks, and we, it's the principle of the thing. The principle of the thing. It's the principle. No, and that's. God bless Bucky's. God bless Bucky's. <laughs> and you and You don't know. Well, but it seems like we got so many buts with this, and there should be buts with the with passage of scripture. But it's kind of like with Faith's sister and her drug addiction. She was always asking us for money, and she said, "I'm hungry. I need money." Faith said, "I'll give you groceries because there's one. Because what what's going to happen if you handed your sister a hundred dollars to go get groceries?" So, and that's not us being stingy. It's us being common sense that. Let, we, we're it's not in your head, but just like a, it's been a couple years ago, I was up there at the Walmart in Rose City. This girl walked up and said, I had a pair of boots. She said, hey, uh, I don't want to pack something back, so I'm probably going to lose my. But anyway, uh, pat yourself on the back. Oh, yeah. She definitely did Texarkana. What is it about Texarkana? <laughs> it's the same one. <laughs> See that? It's the attitude, I think, that helps in that situation. And I think that's that's our some people are, some people aren't. Well, and you know what helped me in my situation because God got hold of me because I was getting bitter. You know, I was getting bitter towards people who really needed help, and that's that what that's not what I wanted. And if I think God finally kind of, the Holy Spirit kind of got hold of me and said, 
Clayton, it doesn't matter if they're conning you or not. You're giving that in my name. Whoever gives a cup of water in my name, it doesn't matter if the person's thirsty or not. You're giving it to them in your name. It's, but Clayton, what's your attitude? Are, are you doing this to help people? Yes. That's all I care about. If they're conning you and it works, I'll deal with them. You're doing the right thing in my name. It's not like I'm going to get to heaven. And the Holy Spirit was playing this all out in my mind. Said It's not like you're going to get to heaven and I'm standing and they got the book out. And said, Well, Clay, we want to let you in. But on these dates, you gave money to people who were conning you. We can't let you in. It's, he said, yeah, they got the best of you. But Clayton, were you doing it in my name? Yes, that's what you get credit for. Not the results. He said, I'll deal with them. I'll send the Holy Spirit to convict them, and they can respond to that or not respond to that. But that's between me and them. You're doing it in my name. I had to let that take over my spirit and my attitude and said, yeah, they might be conning me. Oh, I was good. Because they'd always come, we need groceries. We're, we're starving. The kid was always at home starving. And so what we did as charge of the Benema, we started a food pantry. We're just, I said, here's a bag. You get whatever you want, need, fill up your bag. We don't have a can opener. I bought a whole thing of can opener. Here's a can opener. You don't even need electricity for it. <laughs> it's just an old-fashioned. Um, I have. You would be surprised in Fort Worth, Texas. That's where I was associate pastor. In Fort Worth, Texas, how many people in Fort Worth, Texas have dietary restrictions that they can't just eat food from a, they, they, just give me the cash and I can go buy the foods I'm allowed to eat. <laughs> you know, I just, and it's, uh, you know, but I'm going, you know, with food parents said, you know, we got food, we got, you know, I, I went out, I got non-sodium foods, I got, I, we didn't know about uh, gluten yet back, that was the 90s, the gluten wasn't a big thing, but I, you know, and, and, and actually what we ended up doing, there was one ministry in the South Fort Worth area that was about passing out money, we gave money to them, and all the churches sent people to them that donated to them because what was happening is people going down the phone book and just calling the churches down the road and I mean man you can make a, several thousand dollars a day so what happens it was what well, it was called South Fort Worth whatever son whatever you see, they kept records of everybody that asked for money so all the churches got together we give the money to that and then the people would go and you know we say I need money for my electric bill so we send people to here and that you got, and there's, you know, so they couldn't go down the phone book anymore. Because at the heart, we, I want to help people. If they, you know, you know, particularly with children. But that's, are you the teacher? <laughs> I don't, you know, and but that sounds good on you. You know, I am, because the devil whispered in my ear, Clayton, you are the steward of this money for God. Defend this money for God. God going, I don't need your defense, Clayton. Heaven's not based on you saving this money. I got plenty of money. <laughs> I got streets of gold, you know, but I put it on myself to be the sheriff and God needs me being tough. No, he doesn't. And so, and I think that's what 
that passage of scripture is saying it says you don't get credit you know everything you're talking about the running thing. And, it, and, and that's I mean you think this would be He's a friend. Well, the, the reality is we all prefer to hand them a meal yeah. or hand them. That's easy. We don't have to get our hands dirty. That was easy for me to get ten, ten and, and you might even get rejected by them. But it does not take away the kindness aspect that we're supposed to. You would think that the kindness part of the fruit of the Spirit would be the easiest lesson. It's really hard when you think about it. Well, it's like if, if I knew that that mother that showed up to church, I mean to the church office and she had that child, and I knew 100% that this woman is in desperate need and this child is hungry or needs medicine, given that, technically I don't even get credit for that. I'm credit. You know what I mean? Because that's an easy kindness. I, starving kid, I'm going to get food too. That does not take any effort on my part. But the person, you go, and what it is, the people we net, this is the reason why I say in this day and age this is so important. Just watch the news about the politics. I've got, I've got friends who say, I will never do anything for someone on that other side of the political aisle. That goes against scripture. You cannot say you represent Christ by being mean to people are being cruel. I've got one in particular. He's he like, he, I think I've told you, he finally, after the last election, um, he came online and said, all of you who, okay, it's pretty obvious. He, he was Republican, very upset after the last election. He, he, he went on Facebook. He said, when I say good night, oh, I'm sorry. When I say good night on Facebook, it is only to my Republican friends. All you Democrat friends, I do not wish you a good night. And then the rest of his posts are about scripture. You, you can't mix the two. And, you know, I want to, I don't sit there and argue with people on Facebook. There's no point. But you go, dude, the Bible says those are the people you're supposed to say good night to. But see, we, well, but then he goes, well, but they stand up for non-Christian things. I said, that's the devil whispering, making it sound real good. They're abortion supporters. I'm supposed to, okay, yes, it's wrong. But do you win them by being mean to them? The guy who wrote this book that I got that earlier quote for, one of the guys that wrote the book, he tell, he's a minister, and he was telling the story of he was driving to a very important meeting appointment, and he's driving down the road, and he sees a woman with a child on the side of the road with a flat tire. And you could tell she was like, <laughs> on the side looking at the tire. He goes, oh, I need to stop. And, oh, but I'm late to this. I, I'll be late to the meeting. He goes, Holy Spirit hit him and said, I want you to stop. 
So he stops, he pulls back, he says, you okay, ma'am? She goes, yeah, I'm okay, I just got a flat tire, I have no idea how to change it. And she goes, he goes, Let me, will you allow me to do it? You know, and she goes, well, I feel bad. No, I want to get, get, get your kid out of the car, get on the grass, I'll change it. He said it took 10, 15 minutes to do it. And I, some are tougher than others. <laughs> I just, I've had some cars that it took longer than 10, 15 minutes. They put those, hit those things, the, the, when the, yeah, they, they put them on, like, Ugh. But anyway, he said he got it, got in the car. He said, it, yeah, I was a little light, but no problem. I can change a tire. Did I not stop in Houston one and help the in the same situation? I did the same situation, helped the lady with some small kids change. The, I know how to change a tire, man. All right, and so, all right, you're messing up my story here. Let's go. <laughs> So Wayne, the guy who, Wade, who wrote, the, he said, you know, all right. And then he, that next Wednesday night, he's speaking at the local church. Guess who's sitting in the, who comes as a visitor? She not her, visits the church. That lady. God takes our kindness. And not only credits us in that situation, he rewards us. Because even that passage of scripture said, you will, for being kind to someone that you don't have to be kind to, that's where you get credit. That's where you get your, that's a promise from God. If you're kind in very tough situations, you will be rewarded. Now, doesn't mean you're going to win Publishing Clearinghouse necessarily. Got to get that out of our mind. I always get upset about the tithe. If you pay tithe, he pays you back three he doesn't always do that. That's not how he always rewards us. There's other rewards that he gives us. I, I, I don't like to view God as an ATM machine or investment thing. Because I grew up in a church that said if you paid your tithe, you get it back, what, three times? Or what was the teaching back then? Like, oh, you 10%, he'll pay you back 30%. Well, yeah. Well, that's. I think it's very disrespectful to treat God like he's an investment bank or something. That you know, he he, he pays. I give it because I love God and I want to give it to God. It's it's a, obedience and I love God. You know, whether he pays me one cent back is not the point. I'm not keeping track. Person that keeps track of that. Well, that's another lesson. But but he, he said the Holy Spirit at that moment put such a joy into his heart. When he looks out, he finds, I think he asked the pastor, no, she's a first-time visitor. The joy, he said, how wonderful did I feel that I stopped, and, I, and, she, and she, he could tell him because she went, oh, and she came up rushing to him. He says, yes, I'm a minister. He didn't tell her he was a minister at that time. And she goes, you're a minister? Yes, oh, thank you. That just helped me so much and helped me. The the reward was he just got this overfilling of joy in his life that he was used by God, which is the greatest reward of all. And he said it was worth being late to the meeting. It was worth getting your hands. And I, I think the Holy Spirit gives you that joy in your heart when you go, I really did help somebody. And I didn't have to. I didn't have to. He could have drove on. I got, I got devil says, you're going to be late to this minister meeting. You got to get to the minister's meeting. That's, you're, being on time is the Christian thing to do. And he goes, no, back off and things like that. And I backed up and helped her out. So it's one of these hugely wonderful things that that's what he's talking about. Rewarding you when it's tough to be kind. 
he uh, he rewards. Now there's, I'm going to leave you with a quote here because we're going to continue this next week. It's easy to talk about this in theory, but how do we accomplish this? What, a lot of it's attitude, but I want to I leave you with a quote, and I want you to think of this quote during the week and, for, and bring it back next week. If I can, and I want to show it to you because it just looks better to show if this will turn on. Hello. Is it coming on? Uh, I don't even think there's a. Yeah, but I've never changed this. On that side over there, turned in. Well, I mean, I can. There we go. I can always read the quote, but I just. All right. Well, this is. I love this quote. If if you're friends with me on Facebook, you might have seen me with this. There we go. Kindness, loaning someone your strength instead of reminding them of their weakness. I love this quote for kindness. I love it. I've got this on my Facebook page on one of my, and I want, I want us to kind of go away thinking about this to discuss next week, because this kindness thing is a really huge thing. Well, everybody, you live with me. I mean, <laughs> I'm going to take a picture of it, and I'm going to show it to you. When I have <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what I <laughs> So, kindness, I want to say this again, it's a noun. <laughs> Loaning someone your strength instead of reminding them of their weakness. So many times when we're dealing with people, we focus on that second part, reminding them of their weakness. Kind of like with Carolyn, her sister, when she was a drug addict. A lot of us were very good at reminding her that she was a drug addict and the weaknesses that come with that and the weaknesses that kept her in that. But trying to loan someone our strength instead of doing that is the definition of kindness. That'll preach. Now, and I got this from a non-Christian website, but, when you, but I think it definitely can be Christianized. I, I think at the heart, all truth is God's truth. So when you go loaning through Christ, the strength that Christ gives us, we pass it on to someone who needs it instead of their, when we're dealing with addicts, like a, a drug addict, you're loaning them your strength instead of constant. The devil reminds them enough of their weakness. They need our strength. That person who's not a Christian that's mean to us, it's easy to talk, well, they're just weak. No, we loan them our strength. But I don't want to get in that. We'll discuss this more next week. But that's, I think that's a wonderful quote. I love that quote. Loaning someone your strength instead of reminding them of their weakness. That's what Christ did in the Gospels. Here's my strength. I know you're weak, but here's my strength. The heart of kindness is strength. So any questions, comments? Turned all on that TV just for that. <laughs> well, I think it was. I, I love, I, I'm, a, I'm a good quote guy. I love good quotes. But I, I, can I end in prayer? God, you don't even want to pray. That's the devil whispering in your ear. Uh, Lord, we just thank you. Lord, this is, this is tough. And we don't think it's tough because we think about being kind to our loved ones, being kind to those who are wonderful and to us. That's easy. But Lord, we live in a sin-soaked world with people who fail. 
and sometimes they're even mean to us. And so we get how the heart of the issue is very difficult of being kind to people who are mean to us. And Lord, this is something that we can't do in our own. We need your strength to do it because it's impossible for us in the flesh to do this. We, in order to be kind to people who it's hard to be kind to, we need you. We're dependent on you. But Lord, what wonderful thing is you have given us your Holy Spirit that help us achieve that in your name. Lord, I thank you and help us to remember that in this upcoming week in your precious name. Amen. Amen. Be thinking about that quote and we'll discuss it more in detail.